You, my friend, are back because you love the EntreMD podcast, so you're going to absolutely love the VIP opportunity I have for you. EntreMD Live is our annual conference. It's all about business, and it's going to be happening on June the 29th, 2024. Now, this is a virtual experience, but for the first time, I am giving the opportunity for a select number of doctors to come in and be part of the live audience in the live streaming studio, and I am extending that invitation to you. Now, I want you to imagine this. Think about you, me, a good number of rock star physicians, some of the unicorn level doctors in the EntreMD Business School in Atlanta for a full day immersive experience. Just think about it. You're going to learn how to take your business, make it a household name. You're going to get to take a look and review your business model. I'm going to show you how to reverse engineer your goals so you can crush your business goals for 2024. I am going to unpack the revenue generation framework so you'll literally have a blueprint that you can use to create the revenue goals that you want for your business. And almost more importantly, I will be showing you how to build your dream life while you're trying to do all of these things because there's no business worth sacrificing your life or your family for. It just doesn't exist. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of swag. We're going to have a lot of networking. It's going to be such a game changer. Just think about what you get from the podcast, multiply it by a thousand. That is what you'll be getting. So you, my friend, I want to have you go to entremd.com forward slash live. Go get your ticket, entremd.com forward slash live, L-I-V-E. And I cannot wait to see you in Atlanta on June 29th, 2024 in the live audience. And we are going to have an absolute blast. And now for the episode. Hi, docs. Welcome to the EntreMD Podcast, where it's all about helping amazing physicians just like you embrace entrepreneurship so you can have the freedom to live life and practice medicine on your terms. I'm your host, Dr. Una. Well, hello, hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the EntreMD Podcast. I I mean, you're going to really, really love this episode. My kids, my oldest is 15 at the time of this recording, and the ones we call the babies, the younger two, are nine and eight, okay? So they decided that they wanted to make some money. They were going to do lemonade, right? And these are the younger two. They're going to do lemonade. So they got their auntie to take them to the store. They bought the stuff. They made the lemonade. And so they said, we're going to go out today and go sell the lemonade. And so my older daughter, the 15-year-old, took them to the, the entrance to our subdivision, if you will. They walked us about an eight-minute walk. And so they walked down there, and in less than an hour, they were back with an empty cooler and $58. And I was like, now, isn't that fascinating? Now, I find it particularly fascinating because... When I was their age, I would not be selling anything, right? You, you guys have heard me say it many times, really socially awkward, introverted, introvert. And yeah, I would not be doing that. So I was really blown away. And this was their initiative and I didn't have anything to do with the process. And I sat him down and so I t- asked my daughter, the 15-year-old, I said, so what, what lessons did you learn from this lemonade experiment experience, if you will? And she started talking to me about it. And I said, you know what? This is the same exact thing we need to be doing as entrepreneurs. We just need to add a few zeros, right? Behind it, right? So whether that's 
it, they did $58. For you, it could be $5,800 or it could be $58,000 or it could be $580,000 or it'd be $5.8 million. Like, just think about it that way. Just add the zeros. But the concepts were really powerful and the concepts were the same, are the same, okay? All right, so let me share the lessons that they got from, from this and we're going to apply them to our businesses. And what it's going to do is it's going to help us sell better. Okay. And why this is so important is that the number one reason businesses go out of business is cash flow, right? And to be able to generate cash flow, one of the things you need to be able to, to do is to generate sales. In order to get people to say yes to buying from you, you need to sell. You see what I mean? Like it's just this master skill. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't like selling, it really comes from a place of the wrong information being given to us because selling is not something sleazy. Selling is not manipulation. Selling is not you trying to take anything from anybody. Selling is you showing up and offering somebody who has a problem, a solution, right? And that really is what it is. And if you think about it in your own life right now, you have problems you would gladly pay for someone to make go away. It's just that you don't know who the person is. You can't find the person, right? And if so someone came to sell to you, you would actually be grateful. So for your ideal client, they're very grateful when you sell. Imagine showing up with that energy. Like I'm showing up for one, one person who's going to be so grateful when they find me and when I ask them to work with me, right? Okay, so let's get into it. So they gave me three things. So number one, number one is don't be discouraged. And if you are here and you're like, you've been selling for a while, you do know that it can be discouraging if you let it, right? Don't be discouraged. So I want you to think about this. They're, they're standing at the entrance to the subdivision. There are a lot of people who would just straight face, look, look away. Like we, we're not looking at the cute kids because we're not buying anything from them, right? I'm making that up. They could have been on a business call. And so they, they have those people. And so they're waving them down. They're doing all the things and the people are not stopping. And my nine-year-old will go like, well, that's okay. Somebody else will buy, right? And some other people pass and they're like, oh my goodness, cute kids. And they're waving at them and all that stuff. And they'll drive past. She's like, yeah, that's okay. Somebody else will buy. And then eventually people stop and all of those kind of things. But really they went from quote unquote rejection after rejection after rejection without losing enthusiasm, right? Like imagine if we could have that as adults who are entrepreneurs, right? Which means say you're an online coach and you do launches, you did a launch and day one, you didn't have any takers. Day two, you had one taker. Meanwhile, you're, you're planning to have 25 people in this program. Day three, you get one more, one more taker and stuff like that. Like, can you go day to day and go through the entire season of your launch without losing your enthusiasm, without you, without, with you just going like next? If, if they didn't buy, that means they're not one of the 25 and I'm just going to keep going, right? Because that's what they did the entire time. And they came back with an empty cooler and $58, right? And so you may be in private practice and you're reaching out to referral sources and it seems like nobody's sending you patients. Can you keep going from one after the other, after the other, follow up, do the things until you build that relationship and it, relationship and it clicks and one person's like, I'm going to get you busy right? Are you going to be able to go and go and go until, right? Because there will be so many opportunities for you to be discouraged, no matter what stage of business you are. And even as you try to do bigger things, there's going to be more opportunities to be discouraged. The 
things, circumstances are going to change. It's going to give you opportunities to be discouraged. Think about it. A pandemic, a recession, hyperinflation, the great resignation. Like these are all things that will make you go like, man. Okay. So as you sell, you want to go from no to no without losing your enthusiasm. And for, for children, especially my nine-year-old, that comes very naturally. She was kind of born born like that. But if you're like me and it doesn't, it's a thing of practice, right? It's like I do, I make the offer and I, I get a no. I can feel bad, but I will still take the discipline, right? Discipline means doing what you, you're meant to do, whether you feel like it or not, when you're supposed to do it, whether you feel like it or not. It's me taking that discipline and then doing it again, sitting in the discomfort of it and doing it again and just not letting it stop me. Understand that every no brings me closer to a yes. Every no brings me closer to a yes. If I need to lean on my community, like, hey, I'm in the middle of a launch, this is going on, I can do that. Right. I'm private practice. Like, man, I thought by now my panel will be full. But can, in, in spite of that, can you keep going? Can you keep reaching out? Can you still reach out to referral sources like send me patients? Can you still reach out to like current patients who are overdue? Like, hey, come make an appointment. Like, can you do that without letting discouragement stop you? OK, so that was the first lesson. And I think I, th- I think it's it's powerful. So her line was, that's OK. Somebody else will buy my stuff. That's okay. Somebody else will buy my stuff. That's okay. Somebody else will buy my stuff. Imagine if we had that attitude. Okay. All right. The second one came from my older daughter. She said, as they started selling, they were selling these things for $5 and they decided then if it seems like people weren't buying, then they'll want to sell it for $2. And she's like, and I told them like, you have to know what your stuff is worth. And the fact that somebody won't pay that much doesn't mean it's not worth that much. So you stick to your price because you know that's what it's worth and the right people will come and buy it. And I was like, golly, <laughs> right? And, and so as I thought about it, I was like, that's the same thing for us, right? Especially maybe not so much so if you're in a fee-for-service type of practice, but if you're in a DPC practice or you're a concierge or you are a coach or a consultant or speaker, or you host events and all of those kind of things, there will be people who will tell you no based on the price. And sometimes the temptation would be to think if I keep lowering my price, if I lower my price, more people will say yes, right? And when people do that, they find out that's not the case at all. And so what is it worth? You have to two choices. So let's say we have this thing, we're adding zeros, right? So let's say we have this thing and it is worth $5,000 or it is worth $25,000. And people are, somebody says to you, well, I can't afford that. If it was cheaper, I would do it. You have two choices in that moment. You can choose to lower the price, which is easier, but a lot of times will not give you the result you're looking for, or you can upgrade your ability to sell at that level. Do you see what I mean? Like you could, so, so those are your, your options there, but reducing the price is not the answer. So I I would see people who, let me say they are coach, for instance, and they have something that's priced. I'm making up numbers here, priced at $10,000 or so. And when they make a few offers and it doesn't work, sometimes the solution is, well, I'm going to drop it to 7,000, 8,000. So all these people can get it. 
Or even worse is I'm going to create this $49 thing so that everybody can get it. But you see the $49 thing, you're going to have to sell it almost as hard as you're going to have to sell the $10,000 thing, right? Because you're going to need to get the volume to get up there. And so if you have something and it is high value and you know, it is worth whatever it's worth, then you want to upgrade your ability to sell as opposed to constantly discounting. So that's number two. So don't undercharge to make a sale. Okay. So they stuck to their guns, they stuck to their $5 and they sold all of them. Okay. All right. So that's number two. Number three, number three. So again, my nine-year-old, she said, well, you have to go to where most of the people are. And I was like, Seeing the subdivision, that makes a lot of sense, but it makes a lot of sense in the business world too. So we live, like I said, probably eight minutes from the entrance of the subdivision and we're in this little cul-de-sac style place. And of course, I mean, there are houses there, but there are not many cars that are going to be driving through there. And so rather than stay where they were, they went in a hot Atlanta afternoon and walked eight minutes with their cooler, the lemonade in their cooler, and went to create a stand right by the entrance of the subdivision, which means everybody coming in and everybody going out had to go through them. So they positioned themselves where most of their clients would be. And so think about your own business, right? And sometimes you can think, I don't know where these people are, but you just have to realize, okay, but I have to find them though, <laughs> right? I have, to find, I have to find where they are. And so think about it in those terms. Where is the highest concentration of your people? Where are my people gathered? Where are my people gathering, right? I want to go there and position myself rather than staying in the comfort of my home. So I want you to even, I want to take this a little further. I want you to think about where my home was for you, that could look like your websites, that could look like your social media, could look like your podcast, your YouTube channel, your Facebook group, your private practice. So you have brick and mortar, like that is your home base. All of those things are your home base. But if you're going to find a lot of people to sell to, you have to go to the entrance of the subdivision. And that could look like if you are a pediatrician, an OBGYN's office, a lot of your patients are there, right? They are in, they go to, they're in daycares, right? Because they take their kids to daycares and they have events there. They're in mom's conferences, right? Because that mom's gathered to do all those things. If you are somebody who serves physicians, well, they're physician conferences, they're physician Facebook groups, they are physician mixers, there are physician, the, the blogs that physicians read and the podcasts that they listen to and the YouTube channels that they're subscribed to. This is you going out, going away from your quote unquote home to the entrance of the subdivision where you have the greatest concentration of your clients, right? So you want to think about it and you want to make sure that you always go there. So standing in front of your home and selling lemonade, well, maybe you're going to get the neighbors, right? So maybe three or four houses to buy, but nobody else is coming through, right? So if you really want to have a growing business and you want your selling to work even better, your conversion numbers to be better, you want to go position yourself where your people are. Okay. All right. So let's, let's take a look at what we're getting from this, because I really want you to apply it. And this is what I'll ask you to do too. If the concept makes sense and you're like, man, 
I mean, when you use these 50, this 15-year-old and 9-year-old, 8-year-old to explain, it makes so much sense. I want you to send me a DM. I want you to send me a DM on Instagram at Dr. Una Chugu or on Facebook and just say, hey, let the kids know that I got it, that that was so good. And I'll show it to them. Okay. All right. So what I want you to do is stop and think about this. Okay. Have I been getting discouraged? And you're going like, okay, I've been getting discouraged. What if I had the attitude of, oh, they said no, somebody else will buy my stuff. Oh, they said no, somebody else will buy my stuff. Oh, she said no, somebody else will buy my stuff. Like, I want you to kind of, maybe that's your own mantra, right? That maybe that's what you say. Maybe that's what you decide from now on, right? Maybe you've been undercharging. Like you've been trying to cut your prices and cut your prices. And I mean, like you can see that it's a road leading nowhere and it's affecting your profits and it's affecting the stability of your business, okay? Are you running away from the entrance of the subdivision, right? Like, are you running away from where your clients are gathered, knowing that that's where you're, that's, that's where you need to be, right? Like if, if you want to have the numbers you want to have, that's where you need to be. So where are they? So I can go there and I can quote unquote, sell my own lemonade. Okay. These things are so simple and see what they did is they made their lemonade. They went out there in less than an hour. They were, they were sold out and they had $58. Okay. And so what that means is for us in the same way, we add a few zeros, what could we do if we observe the same principles? These principles are universal. They really are. It will work for them. Their lemonade stand, it will work for you, your multiple seven-figure business. Okay. All right. So I am looking forward to us really getting comfortable selling, really going from no to no, not letting the no mean anything without losing our enthusiasm, charging what our services are worth and really getting comfortable being out there by the entrance of the subdivision, right? That would be just so good. Because I think my, my daughter, after that, she said, oh, 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 I have one more. And I'm like, what is it? She was like, have fun, have fun. Like when I started my business, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed what I was doing. I made it complicated. They started not liking it. And now it's fun again, right? And so I want you to have fun. I want you to enjoy being an entrepreneur. Is it hard work? Yes. Is it challenging? Yes. But can you enjoy it? Absolutely. And I want you to enjoy it too. Okay. So remember what I said, send a DM. If this was helpful to you, I would show it to them and let them know that these adults are like so grateful that I could share their story. Okay. And share this with the doctor too. And I will see you on the next episode of the EntreMD podcast. If you love listening to the EntreMD podcast, I want to invite you to join EntreMD On Demand. It is my signature subscription program that gives you access to a library of business courses designed to help you do one thing as a physician entrepreneur, and that is to thrive. Just head out to EntreMD.com forward slash On Demand, and I'd love to have you join us. See you on the inside.